Did you see the Scott Pilgrim anime? Not yet. Everybody's saying it either. Everyone's either saying it fucking sucks or it's the best thing ever. So, of course, <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Um, I'm going to spoil something for you, though. Apparently, Scott Pilgrim, this isn't the first episode. Uh, apparently, Scott Pilgrim just fucks off for the whole anime. He's not in the whole anime. That's pretty funny. Yeah, the whole anime is about Ramona, apparently. So, um, I mean, that leaves a pretty good window if they're trying to stay like an alternative take on the comics in the movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So I think a lot of people are upset that the anime doesn't. I haven't seen it, so I can't spoil anything else for you listeners. So you're fine. But um, people are apparently upset that either it doesn't follow along with the comics and it was advertised that way or people are really happy it doesn't follow along with the comics and so i don't know what to think i don't give a fuck about scott pilgrim like even a little bit i thought the movie was cool but um you wouldn't catch me dead reading a comic book so wow the, right, um, that, what? <laughs> i don't know i was just saying it's just, it's just weird the the whole twitter sphere is blowing up i forgot why i even brought it up I mean, we look at, like, what's our favorite Halo game? Halo 5, where Master Chief just fucks off for the first half of the game, and we don't see him for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is our favorite Halo game. Yeah. I forget sometimes. Hello, and welcome to Gaming Together, Cooperative Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a experience and then relate to you, the listener, if this game is the creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Uh... Hello. Hi. Yeah. So we are not actually going over a cooperative experience this week. We are going over a more solo experience, specifically discussing backlogs and celebrating my achievement of completing my challenge of completing 100 games in just one year. My New Year's resolution. I finally did it. And now we're going to review it, talk about what I learned, kind of get your point of view of all this. See if like you just see me suffering in the corner playing Peppa Pig and just like all these random games that I'm always popping up with. But before we get there, let's just check in with what we've been playing. Nave, what have you been playing? Well, I would, I will, I'll add that you asked me to go and look up all the games that I beat this year. And I actually went back and did that. I even did Good. that for last year too. I didn't write the ones. I, I wrote them down for this year. Didn't write them down for last year. I just counted the numbers. So I'm just aware of the numbers now. We can talk about that in a minute. But uh, I guess right now I... Uh, Persona 5 Tactica just came out. Played a yeah, little bit of I that. Got it installed. It is good. It's really good. Um, I mean, I don't really know. I've got like an hour and a half in it. So honestly, I've only been through a bunch of a, a bunch of cutscenes in one fight, really. Any spoilers <laughs> for uh, the, the core title? Yep, right away. Oh, the no. game is spoiled right away. So <laughs> if you haven't played Persona 5 Royal, uh, oh well. You're not going to understand what the fuck's going on. Shit's just happening, but uh, no, I think well, embrace it. You know, whatever. Is this it's gonna the be one where they go on like a Japan drive along, or is that the other spinoff? Where there's one where they go on like a road trip, and it's like a spinoff game of Persona Five. I think. I don't think they're on a road trip this <laughs> time. They've, like, they've been kidnapped. I'm, apparently, I'm probably something. thinking of the. Isn't there like a Warriors game or something that's Persona Five? I don't remember. It's not on I, Xbox if it is. So and so I won't I wouldn't probably know. Probably not. 
I thought there was like a, a big action beat em up where you just slain thousands of demons or whatever they're called. Pokemon. Shadows. Yeah, shadows. I think. Like maybe or Strikers? Maybe or, I don't is that the fighting one? Because there's also like a fighting game. Oh, yeah. Persona, Persona 4. Persona 4 has a fighting game. Oh, well. Not important. I'm probably going to play it anyways and just be spoiled. I'll be fine with it. Persona 5 Strikers, Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight, and Persona 5 <laughs> Dancing in Starlight? There's a rhythm yeah. game? Yeah, there's a dancing game. I think there's one for 4 as well. I would be into that. If, if Is it on Xbox? No, I think they're like they're like uh, Vita games. Uh, okay, that makes a lot of sense, actually. All right, anyways, uh, what else have you been playing, or is that pretty much it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I well, I set that down because I was like, all right, this seems like a lot right now. Um, because I just beat, you know, Alan Wake and, and like, Cyberpunk. well, did I talk about this? I taught, I beat like a dragon guide in, uh, I beat Alan Wake. What else have I beat? Yes. I don't know if I've talked about Gaiden. I, I think I just beat Gaiden. So like a dragon Gaiden's done. It's very short. So about 30, about 25, 30 hours. And I got Love all that. the achievements. Uh, you don't, in order to get all the, it's like Yakuza six. You don't have to do. 150 hours of mahjong in order to get all of the achievements oh god um so is this so the, cool. the man who forgot his name or whatever or yeah, is this the man, not a different the man one? who lost his name or something like that yeah these these japanese titles they're getting pretty good uh the game i probably this is probably it's it's funny i always talk about this but i cried so hard at the end of this fucking game these really? games like twist the fucking knife over and over and over again into you and well, you, you expect this is the return of kiru right <clears throat> oh cosmo yeah. kiru chan himself yeah well so i mean like it's hard i mean it's it all spoils Yakuza six but it's like it, it, it you can't get away from it you kiru's plastered on all of the fucking advertisements of this game and and yakuza seven or yakuza eight i mean it's getting yeah. confusing like a dragon infinite, eight, infinite wealth yeah yeah, Kiryu's just right there on the fucking game. Because it's like, like a Dragon Gaiden, you have some wiggle room. It's like, okay, this could be a story that takes place somewhere in the middle of between zero through six. And so, but uh, in Like a Dragon, because like, like a Dragon 6, Yakuza 6, that was Kiryu's send-off. That was like, all right, we're done with him. Like, and then Yakuza 7, which <laughs> is what, Yakuza Like old, a Dragon. Let him rest. Yeah, that's actually it. He's got gray hair in Yakuza 8. So it's like, in Yakuza 7... It's like it's all about Ichiban, but um, well, never mind. But it's okay. But like, you just gotta you gotta play all these <laughs> yeah, games. You just gotta but play like, every, all of them, all the uh, the five hundred hours of Yakuza to yeah. fully encompass the story. It's like Dragon Quest. There's eleven of them, I think. Just start yeah. playing them. Well, I could look up. Hold on, let me go. Like, I could look up the Yakuza on True Achievements, and it'll tell me how much fucking how much game how much game time I put in all of these games. Like, legitimately. Because Xbox keeps track of all of this shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes. For Metal Gear, it does not track the time. Despite it having the stat, it's just not implemented. Yeah, some games just don't fucking do that. But, um, hold on a second. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, out of all... What is it? 1, 2, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 games. One of which I haven't played, which is Lost Judgment. So out of 12 games, I didn't need to count. It has that stat there. I put 640 hours into all of them over the course Oof. of two years. It's a lot of game. 
Yeah, so over the course of two years. But this is the thing, all right? Some of these games I put way more time in than others, like just doing mini games and shit. Like Yakuza 0, I was stuck on for like five or six months. I wouldn't beat it. And I didn't get all the achievements. But then Kiwami, Kiwami, Kiwami 1 looks like I didn't put too much time in. Kiwami 2 looks like I was stuck in. But then Yakuza 3 and 4, I basically mainlined. Then Yakuza 5, I got stuck in. And then Yakuza 6, I got all the achievements in. Well, they say 3 forever. and 4 are the worst ones. Well, I love four. Four is the first one I played, or five is the first one I played actually. But um, I really like four. But uh, Yakuza three is rough because Yakuza three is the old. So the way Yakuza works, I'm I'm, I'm going to explain this again real quick. But uh, Yakuza three is the oldest one because Yakuza one and two are both Kiwami one and two, and that's they've both been remade in the newer in a newer engine, right? So three and four and five are PS3 games. And then all the other ones are PS4, PS5 games, essentially, right? Yeah. And you can tell so you can tell in three. Three runs like dog shit. <laughs> that I and I what's unfortunate is three is one of the most loved stories, but I basically mainlined it and I, I I don't remember a whole lot about it. And three is extremely important. It's it's like the fucking the the gravity around all of the other ones because three is where he gets the fucking orphanage and he learn he has all of these children that he's taking care of and those are like that is a main story beat in every single yakuza going afterwards is that orphanage so it sucks i need to go back and play it. i will play all of these games again at some point unfortunately at some point but um man they're fucking so good Yakuza, I and and uh, a great thing is is that Yakuza Like a Dragon is a great starting point. But if you plan on playing that, don't play Yakuza Gaiden because Yakuza Gaiden blatantly spoils Yakuza Six in like twenty different cutscenes. It just has a slideshow because it's taking place simultaneously <laughs> oh, uh, alongside Yakuza uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. So when you get to a certain beat, it'll have like a slideshow of twenty slides going, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and. And now you're caught up with the story of Yakuza. And then I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, people can't play this. It makes so it's not a good story. The, uh, the Soul Calibur has like a, I think it has a story mode catch-up button that you can watch a slideshow to let you catch up on everything that happened in the last five Soul Calibers. But it's literally just like one photo. And it's like, so you boiled down the whole Soul Calibur 3 in one slide of just like <laughs> and then they found the soul caliber and it was split in half next game like yeah it's just funny how how games yeah. work it's real the the end of uh the the last two chapters of uh like a dragon gaiden have been as far as i've seen on the internet basically unanimously praised as probably the best ending of a yakuza game that's ever happened because Yaku- kiryu goes full on like pimp mode like he's like trying to lure someone out of their hiding place so he's just going around in their territory just spending all the money getting all the women playing all the the karaoke he's just open <laughs> like it's so fun it's like such an amazing like uh victory lap essentially you know what i mean like it's not a victory lap because you haven't won yet and then the end is just so fucking manly dude holy shit and you go you have such a fucking insane fight and like uh uh, at the very end, like before the credits, it's so heartwarming and so sad. It is like there are this intense emotions and it is just like all 
fucking bundled into the last like five hours of this fucking game and like it's so intense it's so good like i think this game benefits from how short it is because this is the shortest yakuza game uh, by, by far by leaps and bounds it's only like five chapters long so you could beat this game probably in like 10 hours if you just didn't do anything else i beat it in 30 because i wanted all the achievements but like i said 30 is crazy usually these games take about 100 something hours to get all the achievements in because you have to like complete the the completion list and everything, so yeah, I mean, do this a little is, side events, help people with the little tiny race cars. Yeah, this is this is a great fucking game. You do get to play with the race cars. I beat all of that stuff. I was just that's really the first time I've ever done the fucking pocket circuit. Like actually, usually I play it for a while and I go, yeah, I'm sure I'll get back to this, and then I just forget about it Never forever. Come back, yeah. yeah. The pocket circuit is pretty cool. Dude, like, when you lose in Pocket Circuit, Kiryu is, like, like at the end, he's, like, he's clapping for the little kid that beat him, and then he turns away with tears in his eyes, and he's trying to... It's so funny, dude. I love these games. That's man. great. Uh, anyway, yeah, It almost sound like the, um, the... Was it the Breath of the Wild problem of, like, Princess Zelda's in a battle to the death in the spirit realm against Ganon? Meanwhile, yeah. Link's out here, like, cooking chicken wings or something. <laughs> Just dicking off yeah. in the forest. And then Kiryu's in fucking karaoke going, Silent Night. <laughs> like, it's so fucking good. Dude, and the, all the Yakuza songs are on Spotify, so I've just been listening to them. All the Yakuza Gaiden Spotify uh, karaoke songs. Oh man, dude! So and, by the way, the very the intro to fucking Like a Dragon Gaiden has Jit in it, which I don't think you remember, but Jit is my favorite rapper. So like that was an insane crossover. I wasn't expecting. Like just, re- I was just watching like it right, and it was just hip hop. I'm like, this is cool. Reminds me of Samurai Shampoo, you know, that has a, a hip hop intro. And then I listened to it for a minute, like. Advantages it bring madness, taking up with the savages with bad habits. By the way, the dragon, the fight within, get ignited from real passion. The ties within, heavy wind. I've been traveling. Now you know me as somebody that you never knew a face. She ain't never seen a ghost of my old truth burning through the pages of my soul. Even is this fucking Jid? Like, is this Jid? Like, this... Uh, and then I Google it, and it is, and I'm just losing my mind, and I didn't hear any of it, so I had to re-listen to it. But, man, dude, we're eating good out here, man. We're eating fucking really good out here. A good year for games. Yeah, and then, you know, in July or, or January, we're getting... Uh, the next Like a Dragon game, and then February we're getting the next Persona thing, the Persona Three remake, dude. I'm, and then in December, don't forget we're getting fucking Baldur's Gate. So it's like, dude, it is like boom, 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 boom. These fucking huge games just fucking dominoing into my backlog. Speaking of backlogs, I'm done. That was a lot. That was good. I'm still playing Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain. And I'm very close to the end. I think I looked it up and there's like 49 story missions in the game. You don't need to do all the story missions. Some of them are like repeats where it's like, hey, do this same mission again. But you're naked snake where you don't have any gear and you just go in with only your hands and you got to solve all these <laughs> missions. And I didn't realize it was a duplicate mission. It was just like one of the earlier missions, just hard mode. But it's so good to play those missions, even though they're they're not required to progress the story, but like I was doing one earlier and all the, also 
it's just like such a major move that I did not expect is I'm 50 hours into the game. I get a cutscene and then it fades away. And then it says end of chapter one that coming up in chapter two and i'm like i'm 50 hours in and chapter one is done kojima is just he's out here just fucking with people he's just goofing off like this is ridiculous this seems like a dumb indie game thing or something where someone just put in there as a laugh because i don't yeah. know how many chapters there are in this game and it did it put like a sizzle reel trailer of like people getting shot and people bleeding like snake <laughs> it's gone too far and i'm like oh my god things are about to pop off in chapter two and then chapter two is like hey there's some sheep that need to be rescued in this village can you go you know balloon lift them out and i'm like i'm on it of course of course and but anyways there was one mission where i dropped in his naked snake and i drop in he's like boss you need to get in there and destroy the communications equipment and i'm like i'm on it and all the first 50 hours just like training for these missions it feels because i came in come in i'm like this might be hard i scout out the the site i look at all the i don't even have like quiet or dog as a backup and i look out and i start spotting through i'm like oh i can probably ingress over there i come in I spot all the satellite dishes I need to take out. And then while I'm like scoping around, I look through a window and I see like the, the big setup tech. And he's like, Hey, you can take out the satellite dishes or you can take out just the comm equipment. And it'll also take everything. I'm like, I'm just gonna take out the comm equipment. And, but I don't have any weapons or anything. And I've avoided all the guards just stealthing around because this is like one game. For some reason, the stealth in this game works so well like it's not oppressive yeah. or anything. It's like the best stealth game I've ever played. So I haven't like killed anyone. I think so it moves weapons. like faster, doesn't it? it you feel so like it's fast. faster. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the thing, dude. Because when you say stealth, I inherently think slow, monotonous gameplay, and you better not fuck up. But in no, Metal you Gear, go when you fast, like, yeah, you in Metal, go, like, you gotta go... dodge past people. And the thing is, is that like if you do fuck up, you have the ability to like fix it. You know what I mean? You're like, oh god, you know. There's like a moment where you're like, oh no, oh no, you're just oh, trying dude. to fix it. And yeah, that scramble so is good, dude. The scramble of like you get spotted by one dude, you pop up in slow motion, bullet time, shoot him in the head, and then another dude just happens to be walking around the corner, sees Jimmy get his brain splattered against <laughs> the wall, and then he's like, oh my god, and then like he makes direct eye contact with you, and you make direct eye contact with him, and I'm like, oh no, and but snakes so fast that you can literally sprint up to him and like break his neck before uh he says anything but then as you realize you turn around the corner and there's another guard walking to check on jimmy and <laughs> ralph and he sees ralph gets his neck broken and then it goes into slow motion again and so you get another moment where you can then blow i don't know jeremy's brains out after snapping <laughs> ralph's neck and all of a sudden you just killed everyone in the in this one it's like little little outpost and you didn't even intend to do that but it just happens but in this mission on my way in i found some uh the trip mines the little claymores i think uh and you pick those up because you can like disarm them and recover them i'm like finally a weapon i stealth into the little room and I'm like, how am I going to destroy the comm equipment? Because I don't have any silence way to destroy it. I don't have any guns or anything. I realize there's a guard sleeping in the room. So instead, I take the trip mine. I put one right in front of the equipment. Then I put another one facing at the guard that's sleeping. And so then I, <laughs> I managed to make it out of there. One item they do give you is an empty gun magazine. So I end up walking like all the way up the mountain. 
and I take the gun magazine and I just whiff it down the mountain as far as I can and just hit the side of the building. And instantly, like I assume the guard instantly wakes up at that point to go check out the sound and the whole room just explodes and you just hear Kaz on the radio, good work, boss. The communications array is down. And I'm like, this game is incredible. Like, this, Dude, like you should have recorded that. You should have uh, like recorded a, a minute or whatever. Well, the problem is it took so long for me to do because like I, that sounds like a simple thing, but that whole process probably took me like 10 minutes of scouting the base, <laughs> finding like slowly disarming the mines, ingressing and then egressing back out without being spotted. But the game is so good. Like, I don't even like that, that little description to your listener. If that entices you at all, go try this game it, at the beginning. You'll be like, these controls are really awkward and dookie. They are very strange for a third person shooter, but this game isn't about shooting is like the weird part, but you do a lot of shooting. I don't even know how to describe the overall gameplay loop of this, but it's scouted an area, stealth in. If things go bad, shoot your way out. If they don't go bad, you're like a ninja. It, it feels almost more like a Tenchu game. I was than, thinking uh, about Tenchu, dude. I was waiting yeah. for you to stop talking. I was like, man, this makes me want well, to play Tenchu. Specifically Tenchu Z, where it's really goofy. Yeah. Compared to the other ones, which are a bit more brutal. But Metal yeah. Gear Solid really game. Good. Oh, wait, what am I thinking of? Oh, no, I lost it. I, there was another game with really funny stealth, but I can't think of it suddenly as soon as I was about to say it. Oh, well. Uh, I love this game so far, and I'm very close to the end. I'm on mission, like, 40, I think. And I, I'm i moving right along. I'm worried there's going to be some really long cutscenes that's really going to drag on my time. But I think I only have, like, four or five more story missions left. Which think- is going to... I'm pretty sure Metal Gear Solid 5 has the world record for longest. That's four. Like, I looked it up because I was talking to JP about it. There is a segment that ha- is like, I think, 72 minutes long of cutscenes in Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, I think it's the end of four is what I'm thinking of then. Yeah. Man. But Which I bet Yakuza's up there. I bet. Yeah, I bet. Multiple times throughout me playing Yakuza, uh, Gaiden, like a dragon Gaiden, whatever. Um the screen dims if it thinks that you're not playing anything yeah and it did like three times yeah in this yeah. in this third three hour game it dimmed three times so i'm like oh boy <laughs> like you know <laughs> i forgot like these games really do have really long cutscenes. uh but i think i'm gonna be finishing this one pretty quick so i went ahead and did the poll to see what my next game would want what my next game to be picked for from the listeners so dear listeners at home i'm always gonna be trying to knock out games Go and follow our ex, and you can vote on and see uh, what we should be playing or what I should be playing on my backlog. So I put up uh, Justent, which is a new to Game Pass. Looks like a climbing Dark Child and Dark World type game, except the world seems a little bright, and it's about mountain climbing with a dog or something. Uh, next up, Dark Void, which is a jetpack game, which earlier I confused with Dark Sector, which is the Glaive game. And... <laughs> yeah. Then I put Crimson Dragon, which I don't even know what that is, but I own it. That's the first game I ever played on the Xbox One, and it was at your house. Yeah, I, I don't. Is it? I, I have think a feeling it's that a, it's a shooter. I think it's like a, a you're flying on a dragon shooting. I think it's like Crimson Dragoon, or is that an RPG? No, Crimson There's Dragoon, a Dragoon is a, Dragoon is a different series, I think, because I googled this and it's specifically Crimson Dragon. Which is also a Yu-Gi-Oh deck, apparently. Of course it is. Yeah. There's a Molly. 
and then I put up Sonic Heroes because I finished the um uh oh look at that little dog. Oh uh, she's doing not, but... not Ant Farms. What's it called? The guy that does Freeman Mine? Freeman's Freeman's Mine. Mine? Yeah. Uh, crows, crows, crows. No, is it crows, oh. crows, crows? No, Farm? I'm thinking of I'm, no uh, accursed farms. I was thinking accursed of farms, I, I, I was thinking of uh, a Stanley Parable. Like I watched his like hour and a half long coverage of Sonic Heroes, and it inspired me to go back to it because oh, I no. I never owned the game, but I rented it like four separate times as a child, and I'm like I got to go back and finish it. And looking at the votes, Sonic Heroes came in with 46 percent of the votes. So yep. that's going to be next on my list. Some nice and short and sweet because the whole game is like eight hours long, if that. So that's what Sonic I'm going to be Heroes. playing. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, you know what I was th- saying way earlier? That was it. So when I brought up Scott Pilgrim, the whole reason was because I saw Sonic Heroes and it reminded me of Chris Chan. Uh, Chris oh, yeah. Chan made a tweet about how much he loved, how much, uh, how amazing Scott Pilgrim anime was. And then he also said, <laughs> I really, dude, I have to find it because oh, whenever no. this happened, uh, okay. So he was like, this YouTuber is going to, is he said he's going to make a review of it and I'm looking forward to it. I bet he has a lot of glowing reviews to say about it. And then the reviewer saw it and put the fucking Eminem that's in the darkness, you know, like halfway in the darkness, just like morbid Eminem. Let me find it. But, uh, as soon as it happened, multiple people tagged me in that because <laughs> they're like, oh, Dave needs to see this because it's. I've been all about talking about Chris Chan. I, it's so fucking stupid. Here it is. Oh, Saber Spark. Okay, it is Saber Spark who is the person. Is he at all Chris connected Chan. to Chris Chan, or is it no. just a YouTuber that's being targeted by Chris Chan? A YouTuber just randomly targeted by Chris Chan, and everyone's just replying to it like, "Welcome to Chris Chan, Saber yeah, Spark." That, you know what I mean? In, he's been inducted into the uh, here this. Was the the biography. This is the picture, but it's the it's just the imminent or it's a smiley face. I don't know what it is, but it's just standing halfway in the shadows, looking morbidly <laughs> at the camera. Oh, uh, so dumb. <laughs> Poor fucking guy. I vaguely recognize his picture, but I, I assume I'd never seen him on on YouTube. I assume I've seen him on just Twitter t- tweeting about shit. I bet. So. All right. Oh. But with that, Nave, did you buy anything? Uh, no, I almost, there's like 180 games on sale right now. So I've been looking, so many but I'm games. like, oh, I need to, I need to beat all these games. Phillips inadvertently, this, 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 this backlog thing he's done has inadvertently changed the way I've been thinking about buying more games. Even though I have still been buying games, I've been buying a lot less games because I'm like looking at my games. Hey like, man, save oh. that for the meat. Okay. All right. With that, let's thank our patrons, our supporters, our I don't know, our patron saints or whatever. <laughs> Mr. Quang, Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Michael Superbacker, and the Intergalactic Pinecone. Thanks, boys. You know, dear listeners at home, I see the traffic. We're getting quite a few downloads. You don't have to support us on Patreon. If you just want to go into Spotify and give us the five stars or go into Apple and leave a little review, that, that helps too. But really, I'd like to make it to a point where we could be more sustainable with our uh, our Patreon support. Maybe we could do more for the pod. I don't know what we do exactly at this point, but I know that I have a lot of problems. Money can solve most of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we are at a baseline right now where this is exactly covering our. Uh, this is exactly covering Zencaster. Zencaster costs money to use, which is the program we use to record the episodes. 
And it's almost enough for that and also the Google Drive, but which the I just paid the Google Drive to. So that's annoying because the Google Drive has a lot of shit in it and we have to pay to have that much space, which it isn't much, but no big deal. Yep. So if you want to support us, help us keep going, hit on to the Patreon. Thanks again for everyone that supported us up to this point. Now, Dave, every week we go on the internet and we find someone who is in fact possibly could be allegedly an asshole and we weigh in to see if they're an asshole or not. I chose our last round of three assholes involving Waluigi. How about you go into our asshole sheet and pick out an asshole for us to uh, weigh justice upon? Yeah, it's funny. This whole time I haven't had the notes open at all. So let me go look at that. Oh, here, do, you, do you need the sheet? No, I just got it. Oh, okay. What episode is this? This is episode... Go look up the Pokemon while you're at it. Listener, don't bother looking. We're going to find out. You keep this your eyes is, on the road. This should be 131. Oh, fuck, dude. I was so close. All right, I got it then. You had a guess on Pokemon before I pulled up? No. No, I've got the post. I'm just, I just picked the one. Executor, I just, I, I'm guessing. Executor. No, no, this is Lapras. It's Lapras Day. Oh, nice. The one on the fucking cover of the the OG games, right? Lapras is on the cover? On the title screen? <laughs> Pikachu yeah. or like them riding on Lapras or something? I don't remember. Something about that. I used to think Lapras was a legendary Pokemon, like Articuno. I think you can only get it in a certain way in the in red blue. Yeah, I think that's probably why I thought that. It has to be like gifted from someone, I think, but I'm not sure. Oh, you get it as a gift in the slip Sylph Sylphco tower from the scientists if you rescue him. Did you use the Lapras? No, I've never I was actually like... used a Lapras on my run. <laughs> I'd always send it straight to the box. Every time I ever get it, unless it's Pokemon Yellow, because in Pokemon Yellow you can get all the different flavors of Pokemon, but I always use that to to surf because I'm pretty sure that's the sprite. Yeah, that it's is the always sprite. a Lapras, no matter what Pokemon you're using. Uh, in Pokemon Yellow, could you teach Pikachu to surf? I don't know because, because there's Pikachu's always a surfing Pikachu. I think okay. Here's what it is. I think we're thinking of the event Pokemon. Because I think you have a chance of getting the balloon Pikachu, the surfing Pikachu, and other Pikachus, maybe surfing Pikachu, because there were, like, variants, surfing Pikachu and the Bulbapedia. Uh, in Pokemon Yellow, surfing Pikachu was featured only in a minigame called Pikachu's Beach and could only be activated in the original edition of the games. By transferring a surfing Pikachu from the other games. Okay, so apparently you can get a surfing... Okay, you can get a surfing Pikachu. I can put one you using surf in the whole world of surfing. Yeah, it doesn't say how you can do it, but it looks like it can be done. Is a Pikachu variant. It was only given out at events. So you could have gotten a surfing Pikachu. That forever broke the meta of Pokemon, making no, serving Pikachu no, the most expensive trade you could ever do. Oh, look at this. Apparently, there was also flying Pikachu with the balloons that you could also get that made him a flying type. Then there's cosplay Pikachus that came out in Omega Ruby and Sapphire that could give it uh, like rock, ice, fairy, uh, grass, and fighting. Oh, and then there's also uh, you can get hat Pikachus. Events are weird. Did you ever get any event Pokemon? I did. I got 
from GameStop. I think I got Victini or something like that with black and white when that first came out. Because it was like one of the first it was it's this weird psychic fire type. That's like a pseudo legendary. It's pretty strong. It's it's like a Mew type thing. It's one of the cute legendaries. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I like Pokemon Black was like one of the first modern Pokemon games I bought because it's like I bought up to Pokemon Sapphire or my parents bought it for me. And then after that, I just stopped. I was like, no more Pokemon. I was the same way. Yeah. And then I think I don't know if it was black. I think it was X and Y that I jumped back into or maybe it was black and white, too. I don't know. But um, I got a because X and Y had Greninja, right? As the water type starter. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was. And um, I got a shiny Greninja from a event at GameStop. And I didn't go to the event for that. I just happened to be there with my 3DS and Pokemon was the game that was in it. And then I was buying another 3DS game. And then they were like, yada yada. And they told me to go get it out of the car and stuff. And then um, I didn't really play Pokemon that much. I literally only bought it for my girlfriend at the time. And, like, all of her friends, they played Pokemon. So I literally only played it so that I could, like, battle with them. And then, like, so I could do something while I was there. And then yeah. uh, I ended up, there was this thing called the Wonder Trade, where you just trade away a Pokemon to a random person on the internet, and then you get a random Pokemon back. Yeah, they And uh, I, I threw it away in there. And I oh, got, like, a fucking... Yeah, I got something bad. Well, I didn't want it. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm not going to transfer this, ever. I'm probably never going to play a Pokemon game again. I don't care about this game that much. And oh, okay. so here you go. You're actually kid. passing it forward. Good for you. Yeah, I gave all my Pokemon away. I had like all the legendaries and stuff, and I got a bunch of Pidgeys and, and shit. So, of course, I did. So it felt bad. I was like, I gave a bunch of scumbags a bunch of Pokemon. <laughs> True. It didn't matter because every time I got something good back, I would just send it away again. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it didn't of course. Matter. All right. So do you want to read this one or do you want me to take it? Uh, I read mostly last time, so you read it. This okay, so this is a banned account, or whatever. What, what is the exact word? Suspended. It's suspended, not really banned, but suspended. From Sixly, am I the asshole for buying my son a SNES, Super Nintendo Entertainment System? Okay, Ooh, so my twelve. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, so my twelve-year-old son is a big Nintendo fan, and for his birthday, he wanted a Switch. I told him that those are pricey and we can't afford them at the moment. Due to me losing my job, my mother is generously supporting us while I get back on my feet. He currently has a 2012 Nintendo 3DS as well as a Wii. I didn't know what to get him, and then I had a thought. He plays a lot of Super Mario World on the Wii Virtual Console. I could get him a retro Super Nintendo. The thing is, sometimes you can get people selling them for outrageous prices because of how rare they are. And other times people sell them for the cheap because they no longer have a use for them. I found one for 50 USD, which came with Super Mario World and a controller. Perfect. A week before his birthday, it arrived. And while my son was at school, I tested out the console. Worked fantastic. I was happy with the deal I got. Well, it rolled around to my son's birthday, and I was excited to see his reaction to the Super Nintendo. He unwrapped it and laughed. Nice joke. Where's my Switch? This is is what the son says. I told him that it was his gift and that it's super rare now and really cool. Not many Nintendo fans would own one. I also gave him the game. He started playing Super Mario World while complaining about how all his friends had a Switch and he didn't. He seemed really upset and I don't know what to do. 
A few days later, he's happier, but now rants about why he needs a switch at the dinner table. I feel really bad and want to give him a switch when I get a job. That was the best gift I could afford to add to his collection of Nintendo stuff. Now I wish I bought him a Wii game instead. Am I the asshole? All right. Hmm. So quick boil down. Just for everyone who knows, I didn't know what this was about. I only picked, I picked the 31st Am I the Asshole on the list because it's episode 131. So yeah. um, this is interesting. I So, no, go ahead. This is weird. I don't have a whole lot of feelings about this. This is just a bad gift. I don't think, because he did it out of out of love. He thought that this would be a good idea. Sometimes you just give get bad gifts. I don't think anyone's an asshole. I, I mean, and he's a little kid. Because I, I would be like, oh, you're an asshole for not liking the gift. But he's a kid. So I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I was a kid and I hated my gifts. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't want <laughs> Ghostbusters on Game Boy. Are you joking? Like, what the fuck? I don't need a Pac-Man plug and play. I hate Pac-Man, first off. <laughs> yeah. And second off, I'm never going to plug this in. Nor do I have the batteries to support it. What are these, like, massive, chunky batteries that need to go in here? Yeah, so I don't know. What do you think? So I have children. And the thing is, is even as a 12-year-old, do you remember what you were like as a 12-year-old? A piece of shit, probably. Would you give 12-year-old you a Switch? Oh, yeah, no. I wouldn't give my 12-year-old self an expensive thing. I broke so many fucking controllers playing Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, like maybe 15 of them. And then every time I had to have my mom buy me a new one, like I, I was insane as a 12 year old, I would have snapped a switch in half. Like, see, this is the thing is kids do dumb stuff and they break things all the time. And a lot of times it's probably not even intentional and they don't even think about it. For instance, like uh, when my middle child, when she was like, I think like nine or something like that. Uh, we had an iPad because we were like, oh, you know, here, you can watch this when we're going on trips, driving to Oklahoma or whatever. We're in the car for 19 hours. And, you know, there's a little pouch in the back of the seat. Yeah. And so she's not even thinking, but it's sitting back there and she's back there just kicking the back of the seat. And we're like, yo, what are you doing? Stop that. You know, whatever. And of course, by the time we, you know, a couple minutes later, she pulls out the iPad and the screen is just completely smashed where she just <laughs> destroyed it. And we're like, wow, you did this. And it's like, what are you going to say? Like, well, I probably shouldn't have trusted a nine-year-old with an iPad, I guess, is basically what it comes down to. I wouldn't give this guy or give this kid a switch. Especially if you're having trouble with money, because that makes yeah, it even more He's devastating jobless. when it's inevitably broken. Those fucking Joy-Cons suck dick, dude. They, fu- they really He's do. not going to buy a Pro Controller for this kid also, right? He's gonna, that kid's no. stuck with the Joy-Cons, and those Joy-Cons are going to get fucked up right away. Or like what isn't there like a better deal like the two two switch two D switch or whatever or switch light that's what it's called oh yeah those right, are yeah. cheaper but they, they have built in Joy Cons the thing is that was like you have to use the digital store with those they don't have any ports for games oh so that's weird you'd have to then spend money on the grossly inflated Nintendo market where was it Breath of the Wild is still sixty bucks a game that came out seven years ago or whatever. Yeah, I wonder how much it costs at GameStop right now. Breath of the Wild? Mm. I bet it's uh, 50 bucks. If I had well, maybe not right now. Used. Used? I bet you could get I, it for maybe 30 bucks for Breath of the Wild. It might be... It's pretty close to Black Friday, so it might be... Uh, Lowered, yeah. Breath of the Wild is $60 new. 
Oh my god. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't think a Switch is the, the console I would give to this child. That's why, like, I buy all my Switch games physical, first off, because I don't believe in the Nintendo eShop. But that's just, I don't know. I wouldn't do a Switch. Honestly, this is what I would do. I would go and spend that same $50. Like, I was just watching a review on a capable emulator, like handheld emulator like I have, that can play up to Saturn, Dreamcast, Nintendo 64, PlayStation 1, PSP. It can play all these, and it's like 70 bucks. Comes preloaded with games. It looks like a Game Boy with joysticks attached attached to it. 70 bucks. Buy that. Give it to the kid. Has 4,000 games on it. All the way, all the Marios, all the Pokemons, all the Nintendos. Sure, there's some questionable legality in that. But it's a child. He then has all these games he can play. If anything, it's really cool because I doubt any of his friends has a device like this. A nice little Chinese Game Boy. But I think that's what he should have gone with. He's not an asshole for not buying a Switch. But I think the choice of a retro console is not the best. But I feel like he could fix this if he picked up like an EverDrive. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's like a... It's just a flash cart for older consoles. Where it's like, oh, this now has every Super Nintendo game on it. So now it has a thousand and one Super Nintendo games then maybe this could actually be a cool kind of setup where he's like, oh, look at all these infinite games I could play. But just one game and all this, like, it's it's not a great move, but it does suck that he's out of a job. So I think this is a poor gift choice, but this could be a cool gift choice in the future. Like when this kid's 20 years old, if they still have this console, that'd be pretty sweet to be like, oh, here's my Super Nintendo that I got whenever I was 12 years old. This console is yeah. three times my age. You know, like that's pretty cool. And it'll probably still be working. Yeah. If my parents gave me a Super Nintendo for my birthday, I'd be like, yo, this is fucking sweet. I'd have a thing on display. Yeah. In a fucking cabinet, in a China cabinet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty much. Like, I don't have any TV that supports these inputs, but look at it. Dude, I want a CRT TV in my bedroom. I don't have a TV in my bedroom. I don't know if that's weird. You think that's weird? No, because at this point, uh, Arthur lost our TV remote for our bedroom TV. So we might as well not have a TV in our bedroom. It's been missing for like two weeks. I took it out. It was whenever I was still dating Madeline, but I was having trouble sleeping because she would watch. She would just leave the office on. And I would just be hearing words and I'm like, I can't sleep. I'm like, I'm hearing people have conversations and it makes me want to roll over and look. And I never asked her to take it out, but she just noticed that I just was never going to sleep. And so it was like, I'm taking this TV out and I'm just going to sit in the living room, I guess, until I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm like, dude, that's so much fucking better. (laughs) Like now I can sleep in silence. I never realized how much I, I, I wanted that darkness, just pure darkness in the room. You know, what I mean? you know, I can identify with that because like I, I sleep with a night mask, even though we have like blackout curtains and everything else. So you look like fucking Sub-Zero in your, yeah. in your no, It like forces me to close my eyes. Otherwise, like I'll just lay there with my eyes open if I, if I don't think about yeah. it. Dude, I will too. And then eventually you can see in the dark and I'm just like looking at the shadows, just like ima- just having imaginary like monsters in my room. Like, look at that. That's cool. Oh my God. And I just won't go to sleep. I just won't. How do you feel about um uh, white noise? Because like, like I love a good thunderstorm, but Jana hates that shit. She can't sleep with it on. 
but like I'll go to sleep with a thunderstorm blasting on Dude, my I little love- robot. There was a fucking thunderstorm this morning. Now this is the problem. I so I don't know if it'd be better if it was just white noise coming out of my speaker because Molly fucking hates thunderstorms, and so. Every time, every single time there was a loud thunder, she jumped from the closet into my bed, and it would wake me up, like because she's scared. She wants me to pet her or something, and so it. But she, when she hears things through speakers, she knows that that's not real. Like when she hears yeah. dogs barking through the TV, or like even my own voice coming through the TV, she knows that that's not me. So she doesn't care. I don't. I. It's weird. You see all those fucking YouTube videos of dogs watching TVs and seeing like. There's this funny one where there's an Apex Legends character. I can't remember what his name is, but he walks like a wolf. Like he walks on his two feet, but he 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 stalks around the area like a wolf, and then he runs at the TV. And then there's pictures or these videos of the dogs jumping back when that happens, getting scared. <laughs> it's like the train coming at the camera. Yeah, but uh, Aunt Molly's never been that way. She doesn't give a fuck about the TV, and so. I don't know. Uh, white noise is fine if it's like thunderstorms for me, but if it's like actual noise, if it's like static, I'll 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 find patterns in the static, and then I'll 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 stay awake. Yeah, you're talking about the dog. Um, Diamond Dog will be running next to me whenever I'm playing Metal Gear, and my dog will be watching, like <laughs> in, intently watching the dog, and then like we'll run him to a base, and Diamond Dog starts doing the woof woof woof. Woof, identifying <laughs> soldiers. And she's like, oh, 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 oh. it sounds like grumbling. <laughs> Dude, like, I wish Molly was like that. <laughs> Molly just doesn't care. The only time I've ever gotten to her, her to care is one time I watched a, a YouTube video of the Cat Island in Japan. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So for the listener who doesn't know, the Cat Island in Japan is where they just dump a ton of stray cats. Or maybe there was just a bunch of stray cats and they just proliferated. They There's a million <laughs> cats there, though. And um, I was watching that, and Molly was kind of watching it a little pissed off. Like, she just saw a million cats, and she's just confused. She really hates cats. All right, so do you think it is a slap in the face to get a SNES instead of a Switch? Uh, If he was older, I feel like the old, there's like a, a graph. Like, if he was like 16 and he did this, it would be even worse. Like, if it was a older kid well it's hard because you can explain to a 16 year old we are broke dude you know what i mean you can't explain that to a 12 year old but at the same time when you're 16 and you get something like this if you're not an enthusiast which i assume you're probably not at 16 he's a mario fan yeah well it's also it's like man i i would have rather have gotten a wii game probably you know at 16 and but then when you like you said if you were 20 years old and it's like here's a snes that's fucking cool at 20 years old you have the wherewithal to be like i understand the meaning behind this gift you know what i mean i have given many a gift at this point in my life and so i have the empathy to know that like this is not only interesting but also this is heartfelt you know what i mean at 12 and 16 you don't understand what a heartfelt gift is Yeah, this is also three years ago, so I'm trying to remember what was happening three years ago. Like, what what uh, games were coming out on the Switch that, you know, three years ago? Was this Animal Crossing? What was popping off? Animal Crossing had already been out, I'm pretty sure. So I'm Animal just trying Crossing to... and Doom Eternal came out together, right? Yeah. And that was that was during the pandemic. And I was, I was trying to figure out what game are these kids playing together? Because he says it's like a social oh, yeah. aspect of them. Like, what are they playing? Fortnite? You can do that on any system in crossplay. Like, I assume this guy has a smartphone. I don't know. 
I'm worried. I I don't know. I, I, it, Is this kid it, spoiled? Maybe. No, probably not, because this seems like they're having a hard time. But it's like, it also, like, man, I don't know about having a 12-year-old on the internet. <laughs> I, I don't know. know, man. I mean, were you on the internet at 12, going to the yeah, library to play dude. Adventure Quest? I was doing terrible fucking... I was looking... I was on fucking Rotten.com and shit as a kid. Like, I was... I was... I should not have been on the internet when I was young. And it definitely changed me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it made me who I am today. It's wild because I'll be like with people and it I, I my friend uh Jesse is the same way where we have a group chat and every we send each other a bunch of random videos and then occasionally he sends us a video of someone like paragliding and getting caught in electric wires and dying. And I'm like, Oh, that is a I just saw a dead guy. Great. And so like it's it, that's what I'm like though. Like when I, when I see something, like I'll watch like police footage a lot and someone will be over and they'll be like, Whoa, this is horrible. You watch this all the time. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Is this weird? Like, is it weird to watch this? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, I'm fucking deranged at this point, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any assholes here, but it was definitely just a misread of the situation. Yeah, it's fine. You know, this probably happens to every parent at some point. You get your, your gift doesn't hit. Oh yeah. Well, it's weird because it's like, sometimes the gift will come back around because I can't think of any examples, but I feel like I've given my my middle child. I remember like I gave her my DS that I still had for, you know, the last 10 years. And I gave it to her with like Pokemon or whatever. And it wasn't until like she was grounded from TV or something like that. And so she literally had like nothing to do and didn't want to go outside that she pulled it out and she started playing it. And then she came back to me and she's like, Dad, look at my Pokemon. And she's like, tell me about them. And I'm like nice sick bro <laughs> that's sick af so this could that's be something story. that comes back around but we'll see with that let's take a quick break and then we can hit the meat music plays boom 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 man i slept i fucking sl- i should have set an alarm and i knew i should have listener i was late for the show <laughs> uh, i was like i was like 40 minutes late um and it's wild because i went to sleep at like 10 tw- 30 Right? Because I was like, I want my day off to have, I want to have a lot of shit to do because I know we're about to record a ton today. So I want like time to like clean my house, like play some games, do all kinds of stuff. I woke up at six or 6.30 somewhere around the time I go to work. Right? And I'm like, "Uh, okay, I'm going to go back to sleep. I woke up again at like nine and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll sleep for a little bit longer. And then I wake up at fucking one (laughs) forty, and I'm just like, oh, great. Uh, (laughs) That was like, that's an entire rest cycle in between last time I woke up, essentially. And now I feel like shit. You know when you have a sleep hangover? Yeah. And not to mention, now Philip's going to give me shit as soon as I get in there. It's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Well, I was like, man, it's not that bad. And he probably assumed I was going to sleep in. So, I mean, you know, we actually kind of like took a little bit of bets on it where it was like, it was, <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm not going to go up. To, I'm talking to Jana, my wife. She knows you. I'm like... I'm not going to go up there until like five, 10 minutes till he's supposed to be there because he's probably going to like, his alarm is going to be set for, we're supposed to meet at one o'clock. His alarm is going to go off at 10 minutes till one. And then he's going to roll out of bed, <laughs> run to the bathroom. And then he's going to jump on the computer and be like, all right, ready to start at one ten or so. So I'll go up there like 10 minutes before get all my crap set up and I'll be ready. I'm up here and I sit here until like one fifteen, and I'm like, this fucker's asleep. And then <laughs> I come back downstairs and Jan's like, she's, he's still leaving. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I thought so. 
Uh, you know, because she was saying, like, <laughs> look, I'll see you in a 15 minutes if he's not there. And I'm like, yeah, we'll see. I bet he shows up. He did not show up. I was sleepy. Said, uh, I was a sleepy boy. I went downstairs and played some more Metal Gear until I tried. I think I called you or something. And then you were like, I sleep. Dude, and dude, this morning, uh, not this morning. Uh, on Saturday, we had a little meeting and where everyone was like, you know, it's about to be. It's about to be the worst part of the entire year. So everybody get, <laughs> get ready. ready. And I'm like, holidays. what? I genuinely did not know that Thanksgiving was like this week. Yeah. It, it's, it just passed when this episode comes out, right? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I'm not excited. Oh, my God. It's going to suck. Oh, God. This is the worst year for male people uh, everywhere. The, not the worst year, but the worst part of the year. I mean, yeah, oh. maybe we'll see. <laughs> And we're back. So, dear listener at home, I've already recapped it before, but I set a goal for myself to complete 100 games in my backlog. I have been documenting my backlog for the last, like, two years in a massive Google Doc, trying to basically play through all my old games before I get new games. That's that's the goal, is that I'm trying to be a cheap gamer that actually plays all the crap I own instead of just collecting a whole bookshelf of books I never read, which I also do. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a consumer at heart and I'm trying to be a economic consumer where I actually consume the stuff I buy instead of just letting it sit there in my virtual libraries or in my physical libraries or bookshelves. So I set out a goal and I did it. Nave, did you think I was going to make it? Uh, at first, no. And then after seeing the games you were playing after like the month three, I was like, oh, he's going to fucking clear this. Like he's going to clear this easy. I had to highlight though. I started metagaming real hard, real fast. Like I started realizing, hey, if I just play the, the shorter games, I'm going to make it for sure. It's like an achievement hunting. Like if you're achievement hunting, you're like, what's yeah. the easy 1,000? I need to play Avatar The Last Airbender. I need to play forever. Like you just start going through the list of like, I can 1,000 point this game in less than an hour. That's what I started doing. So this was actually not a very, um, I don't know, natural way to play games. It was very <laughs> unnatural actually because I had a, like a list of all the artificial like game times. This is how long it's supposed to take me to get through these games. So I, I got to think that I did str- like it wasn't as enjoyable for the hot dog eating contest when you're dunking the hot dog in the water before you yeah. eat it or whatever. Like I was to definitely get, the, get the bread soggy or why do they do that? Uh, that way they don't have to, the bread doesn't dry out their mouth, you know, so they, oh, they really? stay nice and lubricated so they can inhale <laughs> the, the buns and wieners and everything. The bread is like slightly digested already. <laughs> So I metagame the shit out of this. Otherwise, I don't think I would have made it. Yeah, I was curious. So uh, for everyone, so Philip beat a hundred games. It's going to be more than that by December. But um, I, 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 I did miscount though. I actually beat a hundred and three games. Oh, my really? list. Yeah, I messed up my list. And when I was going back doing the notes, like collecting everything, they like. I have more than 100 games on this list. Oh, so, no. So Cyberpunk wasn't 100? No, Cyberpunk was 103. Son of a bitch. Well, what do you know? But uh, I went through... I just looked through my True Achievements thing because you can see when you started games. Or, or you can see when you started games, but you can also see when you last got an achievement in it. And I just went through by memory. I was like, did I beat this? Did I beat yeah. this? Did I beat this? And I did that for this year, and I did that for last year as well. Philip beat 103. Uh this year, I beat 25. Yeah, but you and, beat actual games, probably. Yeah. 
and last year I beat thirty. So, and I and and this is the thing: it's in the last year I beat a handful of games that were like you can get a hundred thousand gamer score in this in in twenty minutes. I was like, I'm not gonna count these because I don't even know what this game is about. I didn't I didn't beat it. I just fucking got all the achievements in it. Yeah, but um, yeah. So only five less than last year. I was expecting more. I've never counted how many games I've beaten in a year. So I was expecting like 50 or 60. Now, let it be known that I, in both years, I played like 170 games. So I, and I, I just don't beat games. I really just don't. And also yeah. this year, in my list of 25, there are three that I had already beaten before. So I don't know if those count, but I counted them anyway because I did technically, from start to finish, beat them. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think I did any gone back and replayed anything this year. But I do have a specific section on my list of games, like come back and play this again later. Like this game deserves another play. So if we're just getting into the numbers about it, uh, the average how long to beat of all my games was 6.6 hours. So, I mean, not all of these were like one hour adventures. I wonder how badly skewed it is from like the beginning and the end. When you when you were playing longer games and then you gave up and then whenever you were almost done and you're like yeah I can play longer games now yeah uh, it probably definitely has like a weird curve to it uh, the total how long to beat though like if we're just looking at that was 681 hours for all these games together damn that's oh <laughs> that's the amount of hours I have in Yakuza in the, <laughs> the eleven <laughs> Yakuza games so I could finish a hundred and three games in the the nine Yakuza's you played or whatever. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Uh, but just looking at my log to see how much progress I actually made with this endeavor, I have 537 games on my log that I own. Not counting games like I want to play or games in like my emulator library or anything like that. And so in this year, with me completing 103 games, that means that like the 103 is 19% of my backlog, bringing, bringing my full total of completed games up to 35%. So I have a lot of numbers. Like, yeah, there's a lot of numbers. That means that like, you know, I'm, I'm 35% through all my games and that was going for the shorter games. If you had to like on a scale on like a one to 10, what do you think the average rating you would give all of the games you beat last this year? I rated them all. Oh, if you, you did. Take I rated look, them I, too. Did you, you average the games the I played? No, no oh. I rated the games I played. Oh, dude, I could average the rating real quick. Hold on a second. Uh, the average rating I gave games was 5.6. A lot of middle Damn. of the road. Out of 10? Out of 10. Yeah. My like, average rating, I also averaged mine out because it was a lot easier because I only have 25. But my average rating was 8.5. Yeah, so I like I liked my games a lot more than you well, liked your I mean, games. You think about it, the data's probably skewed because you're more likely to finish a game if you like it, whereas yeah. I'm trying to finish a game to finish the game. Even if I don't like it, I will try to finish the game. Yeah, if I'm looking through this, the games that I finished that were rated the lowest are almost unanimously games I completed for this podcast. <laughs> and everything else is a high rating. Also, looking back at it, like uh, like I put the doc in there if you wanted to see my 100 games too, like the list that I completed. I'm looking at my highest rated games to see what I I rated highest. The highest number I gave was an 8.5 to Raymond Origins. 
I really like that one, apparently. My highest rating was... There's two. They're tied. I gave two games a 10 this year. All my games. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden. Yeah. And Catherine, a game I've beaten like 13 times. <laughs> Perfect game. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah. So it turns out I like that game since I've beaten it a hundred times. But Now my question is, what is your lowest ranked game in that case? Uh, the lowest rated ones? I think it's tied. Oh, no, it's not. It was re- We Were Here for the Friendship. That was my lowest rated game. What? What'd you get? A six. A six is your lowest rated game? All right. I guess that kind of, that feeds your average or whatever. Because my two lowest ratings were a tie. My friend Peppa Pig and Adios. I gave both of them a two. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm I'm not rating this by IGN scales. Like, We Were Here is not trash. I think that it's above average. I thought it was fine. I think five is like... I don't recommend this anymore. You know what I mean? Like five is where my recommendation stops, but six has quality. Like six is like, I have qualities that I could tell people that I would, play. I would play these games with. Cause the, uh, cause my second, the lowest is the other, we were here game <laughs> is we were here forever. And I think I just liked that. Cause there was more variety a little bit more. I feel like mine's definitely like the, was like the earthquake scale or whatever. We're like, my five is like, it's playable. It's a it's a game. You can play it and it it won't kill you. Everything above just like gets exponentially more powerful. Like once you hit like my eight is fucking grand slamming. Like my eights were Soma and Signalis and Ghostwire Tokyo. Like those were games I gave an eight because I think those were fucking slamming. But maybe there's like a slight issue to them. A slight enough issue that I can't give it like a nine. Like looking back at mine, I wonder if I've ever given anything a ten. Oh yeah, I get. I have given one game a ten in all my my backlog, and it was Dark Souls one. <laughs> and now oh, we know I, I think I, I beat Signalis. I didn't put that on my list. Signalis would have been a ten as well for me. Yeah, so I beat Signalis like harsh. four times this year. I don't know, just looking back at them, some of the the big titles that I just remember playing that I'm like, damn, this game is fucking sick. Like Ghostwire Tokyo, Mountain Blade, Bannerlord. Uh, DJ Max Respect 5 Heart Shaped Sp- Shipbreaker it's crazy that I played all these games this year because it feels like it, w- it was so long ago yeah when I'm looking at because mine's in, out- in numerical order and I'm looking at the ones at the beginning of the year and I'm just like damn that feels like so long ago when I beat Dead Space I beat Dead Space twice <laughs> but then I see things like Lightning Returns and I'm like mm, oof <laughs> Coffee Talk and Coffee Talk 2, Cluster Truck, Super Meat Boy. Man, I was slamming through these games. Also, uh, this might be interesting, but I put in one of the stats that I thought would, you know could be interesting just in general is the genre count of all the games I played. And I think because I was aiming for completion, I aimed for games that were, for one, short. So there's not a lot of massive RPGs on here. But also... In general, I just went for games that had like a clear ending. So 20% of the games I played were platformers. I feel like that makes yeah, a lot of sense. That makes sense. And then the next big one is 14% were just adventure, which includes like point and click and like walking simulators, which I went through quite a bit. What are the colors on here? What is the blue and the green and the red? Oh, oh well, my backlog. So the blue is a game that I digitally own in the library. The green is on Game Pass. 
and the red is i think i no longer own it or it was borrowed oh i see now i see where it says all of that all right yeah but it's just like a quicker way to see that to be like oh this isn't on my list anymore and that highlights my next issue of like kind of what i think kind of like i learned from this is that i don't think i'm ever going to be finished because so many games i've knocked off the list i've probably gained nearly 100 games this year just adding to the list since i've been tracking it because every every week i claim the epic games that they give away for free that's two free games a week as long as you log in every thursday to claim them it's just like games for gold for a long time i was collecting those games for gold games that's just so many titles i get now i have a lot of loving family in my life and they know i play video games and so i will just put any game i would probably not really buy for myself on my amazon wish list and my family every birthday or christmas that's what they pull from and so i'll game like five six seven games every year just for my birthday and christmas like coming together so i am and these are usually like the bigger games like your tales for a rise and stuff like that these monster jrpgs or rpgs that is going to take a very long time to clear i think i'm at a negative completion rate or like as far as like progressing through my backlog unless i completely stop gaining new games i'm never going to make it through with game pass rotating games in and out every you know month or so there's always gonna be something new to play always something to pick up and consume i don't think it's possible to finish your backlog yeah i'm doing math right now because i can see my games like i could see when i got them were you estimating or calculating how many new games you gained this year? Yeah, so since since last year, I got 82 more games, and I completed 25 of them. And three it, of them were games I already owned. So really, I complete... Or 26. So really, I've only completed 23. It's just insane because like there's so many... like This isn't even talking about my want-to-play list. Games I want to play that I just don't own yet. Or the retro games I want to play because I have a retro emulator that I, I play all my old little Game Boy games on. So like, I want to play yeah. and complete those games too. Those games aren't on my backlog list despite me having them, having access to them. There's all the games in the library, all the games on my two playlist on Game Pass. I don't know how this can be resolved unless I just disconnect or something and just stop gaining new games. You know how it's solved. Whenever we get 7,000 Patreon subscribers and then we could do this for a living. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I switched to the new system of polling people. Be like, hey, what's actually worth playing? And then I put... Yeah, but it doesn't make sense when you put four dookie games on the the poll. I literally put four games that I'm actually interested in playing at that moment. I'm like, hey, I want to play one of these four. Which one's the best of these four? Speaking of which, I forgot to mention this in games I'm playing, but... Because I only talked about Persona for some reason. But uh, I put that down. I remember saying I put it down for a game, but I never mentioned what it was. It's Nier Automata, the game oh, I made so a poll for. So now, I, yeah, I'm going back. I almost picked up uh, Metal Gear Solid because you're playing it, but I would have had to download it, and I still have Nier Automata downloaded. So I was like, uh, okay, well, this this is the one then. And I started playing it, and I'm still not caught up to where the further. I've tried to beat this game like four times. And one time I got like eight hours in. And then every other time I'll get to like two to three hours in and something will happen and then I just stop playing. And so I'm just now getting like about halfway to where I once was. But I'm playing it and like 
vaguely remembering things and I'm paying more attention to things. I think I'm appreciating it a lot more than I was the first class time. It's really good. Tomatoes so good. It's really good so far. I just found the the village of robots that surrender. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I remember these guys. And don't remember why. And there's the philosopher robot too and the mayor. Yeah, so I'm about to talk to all of them. Uh, I stopped then because I was falling asleep because it was, I don't know, I was, I was so tired yesterday. Well, no, I, that's part of it is like that's supposed to be like a chill, calm moment. I, I think that's after the carnival, which is yeah. like super bombastic. Fireworks are going off. Bla- the music is blasting and you're going did through you, like. Did you hell. know? Did you know you could go through the carnival and not fight anything? Because that's what I did. Yeah, you can. Those The robots are just there out there being debaucherous. Like yeah. the, the children in Pinocchio. And what's crazy is that like I, every time I ever went through that carnival, I've been past that point multiple times. But like I always fought everything. I remember there's a tank that shows up that you have to fight, but you could just not fight and walk through it. And then they bring it up. Like you get to the the roller coaster that takes you to the, the boss fight. And the uh, 9S is like, is like, hey, that tank looks like it's got a lot of weapons on it. Do you think we should leave it there? And, and 2B is like, yeah, if they're not fighting us, then it's literally a waste of energy to fight them. And I was just like, this is crazy that I never knew you could do this. Like, you could just walk through all of this and no, no one will attack you. Because you see those robots and they always attack you right away. So it's like, it makes sense. But Well, the robots that attack you right away, those are like the bloodthirsty robots. Like... I don't know. It's so weird because yeah. Like, well, this is all before the you realize the same, but they are yeah. all different. Which is the is, is part of the sad humanistic tale that is near Autonoma is like, are the robots human or are we human? Yeah, this is only or, like two hours into the game, too. By the way, everyone who hasn't played it, so it's not that big of a deal. And what does it mean to be human? I'm excited to fucking another reason why is because I've been <laughs> the Last of Us Two got announced as a remaster and i I'm, i went a little hard on on twitter i apologize for people who this is the thing is that when i'm making fun of the last of us 2 i'm not making fun of you the person who likes the last of us 2 i'm just making fun of the last of us 2 and you guys you guys gotta separate that i don't think anyone that listens to us thinks that i'm making fun of them or and and that follows us on twitter and whatnot but i went a little extra hard because the whole internet went extra hard on them and so I was just kind of laughing along the, on the sidelines and stuff. And people kept bringing up Red Dead Redemption 2 and Nier Automata. And that's basic, That's one of the things that kicked off my Nier thought process of like, maybe I should start playing this again. Because everyone was like, Nier's a masterpiece. Red it Dead is? Redemption 2 is a masterpiece. And I'm like, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a masterpiece. But I, I still have yet to beat Nier. So, I mean, fuck, I really got to do this. <laughs> Nier's so good. Uh, which I even was looking at that game. I was considering it like, cause I know my family will buy me any bullshit. I put them on my list. I was thinking about putting the switch version of near on my wish list because I think they added stuff to it in the switch version, but I also know it's going to run and look like dookie on the switch. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go that road. Yeah. And a lot of near automata for me is how awesome everything looks. Cause I'm Dude, always just beautiful. looking around. Like, I got back to, like, I was doing the desert stuff. That's where I started. And then I got back to the city. And I was I was just like, man, I just love it here. I love this dilapidated city. And all you can see in all the buildings, it's all empty and shit. It's been picked clean. And I'm just like, this is just so cool. The trees right. everywhere. Dave, do you have any uh, more major feelings on backlogs or on your backlog? 
Mm. I played a lot of good. I played a lot of good games. Like I mean, I could just run through it real quick because it's just not that not as much as Philip. But yeah, uh, I mean, but uh, you know, we were here was the first game I beat this year. Well, we were here forever. Um, and then you know, Hi-Fi Rush, amazing. Resident Evil Five, which I put at a seven point five. I feel like that might be controversial, but whatever. And then Dead Space, the remake. I beat that twice this year. Wolong, Like a Dragon, Ishin. Uh, Minecraft Legends Inscription, fucking amazing. People need to play that. Wait, I don't think Resident Evil Five. That's not that controversial. I put it as a seven on my rating, so we were Dude, very close. People look at Resident Evil Five with insanely rose tinted glasses on the internet. Like people think Resident Evil Five is like peak Resident Evil, and I'm just like, every single time I bring up the fact that I feel like Resident Evil Six is just Resident Evil Five but better in every single way, people lose their goddamn minds. <laughs> People think I'm literally insane, but I, I literally every single aspect of Resident Evil Five you can break it down into like little fragments and then see exactly one to one how Resident Evil Six does it better. Yeah. And I feel like I just need to make an hour long YouTube video <laughs> doing that so that just people so can listen. understand. I'm like I'm serious about that. I am not joking. I think Resident Evil Six is better than Five. But anyways. Inscription, people need to play that. Torok 2, amazing. Next month, Torok 3 is getting a remaster. I'm so excited. And then the regular Nier, which was insane. It was so good. I'm so mad at you. After beating Nier, whenever I beat it, the first thing that went through my mind was, I'm so fucking mad at Philip for fucking taking this I still me. have your copy. And I, st- I have a Nier replicant <laughs> still. I have only yeah. put like an hour in at this point. I need to play that too. Uh, Gears Judgment. Got the same score. I put Gears Judgment at the same score as Resident Evil uh, for Resident Evil Five. What? Hold <laughs> on. I gave Judgment a five. <laughs> like I, I it was much more fine. middle of the road. Yeah, fine is a five. I think it's fine. It was fun <laughs> though. I think it's fine when you compare it to all the other Gears games. I think it's good as a video game though. Like I think it plays good. Like, I put it plays, on the like, same level world. as like Rise Son of Rome, which I also gave a Ooh. five. Yeah, they're both games that you can play. Quake Two, We Were Here, Friendship, Starfield. I've gave an eight, <gasps> not oh, a seven point five. I liked it. Uh, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy Seven, uh, Midnight Suns, Marvel's Midnight Suns, uh, Mortal Kombat One, which is great. Catherine, which is great. Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I've beaten three times this year, <laughs> uh, and I've only had it for like four months. Uh, Wait, Vampire what Survivors. Give Crisis Core? I gave Crisis Core a 7.5. The same okay, score as Gears of War Judgment. I gave it a 6.5. I was just wondering, like, I'm really interested to see how our scores line up. Because I feel like I'm a harsh judge. But we're actually very close on a lot of these. Yeah. Crisis Core was fine for a long time. It just overstays its welcome so hard. It just goes well, on for too long. For the, you did the insane, you gotta beat every mission challenge or whatever deployment. I forgot what they're yeah, called. I gave and, up. Yeah, don't do that. Just play the game. Yeah, but even by the time I sat down to do that, I was already feeling fatigued. Like, when I got to the end, I was feeling like this has gone on for too long. You know what I mean? And then I was like, I'm just going to watch Chris Chan, because this was during the Chris Chan saga, where I was watch- I was like on episode 40 by this time. I was like, I'm just going to watch Chris Chan and just pound out these missions. And like, I'm just not going to think about it. But... um. I beat Vampire Survivors and all the DLC. Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty. I beat Cyberpunk for the second time, but Phantom Liberty just came out and I beat that. Uh, Resident Evil 4, the remake. 
which I gave a 9.5. What I give higher? Dead Space or Resident Evil? Oh, I gave them both a 9.5. Okay. Anyway. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Everhood, 8.5. And Alan Wake 2, also a 9.5. And then Like a Dragon Gaiden, which is my favorite game this year. Not recency bias, even though I just beat it. It'll be interesting to see how this shapes up with our end of the game or end of the year awarding. Yeah, I mean it's a good insight into it, but I mean our game of the year process is is different. Anyways, it is. it's just... also not necessarily based on how much we like the game, but also what we deserve think deserves the award. Yeah, they, like the impact it had and stuff. I don't know that oh, when we talk about game of the year, that's going to be an interesting. That's going to be interesting because I wonder if we should have we've had somebody on that episode each year, haven't we? I think so, as like a judge usually. Yeah, we have to have we I think we need to have someone like that too cuz I got a lot of words, got a lot of thoughts about this year. All right, well with that, what if we talk about next year a little bit? So, I know like I'm not sure this episode will come out right after Thanksgiving, but we're already quickly approaching the end of the year. Scheduling is getting really tough for us. Uh, like, cause I'm going to be traveling on vacation. Got all the kids to deal with. Jana's going through all her schoolwork. You have the worst time in the year for mailman going on. So you're extra tired. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about what we plan to do for the future. Nave, do you have any goals for gaming or anything like that in the future? New uh, resolution type stuff. Not really. I'm going to, I'm keeping the course. I'm going to continue course. playing the games that I want to play. And buying the games you want to buy. Yeah, well, I I've slowed down on that a lot, but it's it's mostly like man, there are just some bangers that I'm missing, like five, like Metal Gear Solid Five and and Near Automata. Those are the two examples for this episode. Man, I really got to fucking finish those out, and so because they deserve it, they're fucking great. I know if we're just looking in the Rockstar corner, like I still need to play through Resin Re- Redemption Two, whatever that one is, the Cowboy Cowboy yeah. R Two. I need to play that, that one. Highly recommended. Yes, I, I, you've got it. Uh, that game is long, so that game is really long. And when I mean, you think it's over, it's not over. You still got like fucking six hours left. Chapter two after sixty yeah. hours. <laughs> I need to play that, and I need to play Grand Theft Auto, the one after Nico, because I still haven't uh, made five. it very far in that one. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good too. Damn. So, those are two very long games that I know I need to get to at some point. So I'm probably going to keep using uh, what's it called uh, the X platform to kind of like vote on it. But I have, an, I have two goals that I want to announce because I feel like announcing them gives me more pressure to actually follow through with it. So this is going to make me sound like a big fucking weirdo slash nerd slash weeb. But, well, I guess this all starts back with like, since I started working in cyber... I've had a lot more downtime at computers and stuff like that. And they want us to stay busy. So I've been doing a lot of schoolwork and ever like for the last 15 years of my life or whatever, cause I'm 30 now. And since like middle school and high school, I think I've taken like four or five years of Spanish. This, this is relevant. Stay with me here. So Spanish. And it even got to a point where like, I, I can't speak Spanish, but I can read a semi decent and listen it got to a point where I watched all of Pokemon Sun and Moon in Spanish because that was just something I was doing with my life because I'm <laughs> fucking weird, I guess. And then it was, I think it was like last Christmas or something like that. We're at work. No one is there except for like us cyber guys just hanging out. And I'm sitting there reading the Wheel of Time series. I don't know if you're familiar with that. 
in Spanish at my at my desk because that was just what I was doing because I didn't know what else to do. But I, I love language learning. And then it got to a point when I realized, what the fuck am I doing right now? Like, why am I re- <laughs> why am I reading? First of all, a book that was written in English that was translated into Spanish, and now I'm basically untranslating it back to English in my mind so I can read it. This this doesn't make any sense. So at that point, I started learning Japanese like a weeb. And I find it really embarrassing to say because like, oh, you know, the thing is like, oh, you're learning Japanese for anime and all that other stuff like that. And I don't even watch that much anime. Like the anime I watch is Spy Family pretty much. And every once in a while I'll get caught up in rewatching Full Metal or something like that. But I really want to learn Japanese to play video games because like half the video games I play are made by Japanese teams with a native Japanese, you know, writing. Yeah. So uh, for the last year I've been studying Japanese and I, I should have put together a document because I have like however many hundreds of hours I have working on this backlog. I think I have like, I log my study hours in Japanese as well. And I have around like 400 something hours in Japanese too. So the whole time I was doing my backlogs, I was also practicing Japanese. So I still can't speak it. I can semi do some reading and my listening is fucking God awful. turns out Japanese is way harder than Spanish, but also I've been learning Spanish off and on for like 15 years and I've been learning Japanese for the last one year. So for this year, my goal is there's 12 months in a year. I'm already getting like a, a semi-month head start at this point. I want to complete 12 games in Japanese. And I even want to like get some metrics on it. I'm going to try and take like a um, like a standardized t- Japanese test at the beginning of the year, maybe like the six-month mark, and then again at the end of the year, and see if I like what my improve rate actually is. Like maybe the games actually help, or maybe my studying alongside the games can help me push along. I don't know. Thoughts, feelings. Are you just going to bully me? No, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I would like to play game, these games in Japanese. I feel like all I, cause I do have a random handle on Japanese, just by proxy of pl- putting 600 hours into Yakuza and they're all in Japanese. That's a lot of exposure. Yeah. Well, I just hear things like, I, I don't know. I don't realize I'm doing it, but like I'll be playing these games and I'll hear something I recognize and I'll just repeat it back to them. You know, I'll just be like, Omariwa. And I'm like, what? I don't know what that means. But I just said it back to them. I don't know why. And like, Omariwa. I said Omariwa, didn't I? Because I say it to Molly. But my dog, Molly. I say, I look at her and go, Omariwa. And she wakes up like, what? I heard my name. But yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder how much I would, like, I wonder how hard it would be to, to get on Duolingo and just, like, fuck around on there with Japanese just don't for do a little it. bit. The Duolingo course is fucking insanely bad. The Spanish one, pretty good. But the Japanese one, there's, like, blatant mistakes. They don't teach you kanji, which is insane. It's literally just, like, the kana text. Don't use Duolingo. Let me just stop right there. There's so many other sources that you can go use. But Duolingo is dog shit for Japanese. Maybe better Chinese or something, like one of the other languages or Korean. But the Japanese, it just doesn't know what it's doing. So there's that. But also, I have another sub-quest. Because that's going to be my goal for Japanese. Another thing I want to get into is I want to do some game development. So I'm thinking, I could, I could totally get 
my end goal is going to be I want a game on a marketplace by the end of the year. I feel like I could do that. Like, yeah. and I don't want to be dog shit though. Is like the problem because I bet I could do a like a knockoff pong and throw it up there in ten minutes. But for me to make something actually worth the time of play, like something worth playing, I think it's going to take me a while because I don't have any real history besides fucking around in Unreal or Game Maker Studio or RPG Maker XV or whatever. Like I've never actually produced anything playable. So I'm I'm gonna try and do that this year. You're not gonna make Chrono Trigger too? No, definitely not. There's man, the amount of effort it would take to make like a full JRPG would be insane. It, it makes I forgot who I was watching, but uh, someone was examining the code from uh, what's Undertale, which was made in Game Maker, and it was basically one continuous string of code. And they're like, this guy had no fucking clue what he was doing. Whenever he like, uh, this guy's not a coder, like. And uh, what's the guy's name? Toby Fox or whatever? Yeah. I think he's got a record stating that he isn't a coder. He just wants to make games. And uh, it's funny because like you don't have to be a badass at coding to make an actual game. You can just make it work. Well, I think he just used RPG Maker, didn't he? Was it RPG Maker? I thought he used Game Maker. Or whatever, yeah. It's the one of those that's like it gets you partially there. I think you still have to code for it. So that's going to be my goal. And I think I can do it. And I will see as the months go on, I'll start doing check-ins every so often. Yeah, it's tough. One day we'll have our gaming together uh, video game. Oh, yeah. Or, man, like if we just had more support where, like, I, I don't think I'd ever quit my job, honestly, unless we got paid quite well. But we do not at this point, so I don't think it's going to happen. But anytime I could just devote to more video game work, I'm definitely going to do and with that, Nave, you have anything else for the listeners? No, I need like a fucking energy drink or something. All I'm right, falling back asleep. I don't know what we're playing next week or what we're doing next week, but join us next week, co-partners. Maybe we can all backlog bust our games together. Bye. Bye.